We are just so interested in blaming everybody else and excuses because we don't want to take on responsibility. Oi, 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 upgrade, you know, upgrade. So, so I was Emmett Silver, but I dropped it and I just go by Silver in it. It's just easier in it. So that's 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 S Y L V A. You get me, Silver. You get me. I am the 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 philosopher, the grand architect, the 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 man the man of uh, rhetoric. You get me. And we're getting into this good, good, good music chat in it with desire to inspire a podcast. Bow, you heard. It's been, bruv, it's been an hour. That's how it feels more. It's been an hour. Um, I'm recording again. And um, yeah, man, I'm enjoying it, enjoying what I'm doing. So how you been though, man? Like, what you been up to? Bruv, it's been a good while. Isn't that it? Life <laughs> has been um, um, emotional roller coaster. Yeah, so yeah. it's not emotional. Damn it. It's not that, is it? No, nah, no. Nah. Oh, there's, there's some, there's some, nah, you know, you know what it's like, yeah? That's nah, cool. Ups um, and downs, man. That's life, I, man. I, I express it in it. All right, goes. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm maybe one of the sickest man them in the head, but I kind of like heartbreak, right? Okay. And the reason why I kind of like heartbreak <laughs> is is because yo, you start listening to passion, pain, and pleasure, and you and you're feeling heartbreak. That's a bad album. The feels. You start listening to certain songs on Confessions, eighty-seven or one. Yeah, you start listening yeah, yeah, yeah. to um um some Brandy Full Moon. Yeah. Oh, you start listening to um, even some garage, yeah, and actually listening to the music, like 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 Monster Boy, yeah. It's my fault. Tell me one more time. Dum, 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 dum. I can see my whole world changing. Yeah, all those tunes, they they sound better. And and I'm more of a as an artist, I feel like our artist art is the work of light that comes from shadow work. Yeah, so. Art is like a, a masterpiece of light that comes from shadow work. Yeah. And yeah. when you go through things and you what's the word? You transmute them properly, it it's 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 ready for some next thing. I haven't performed poetry in a minute. I kinda took her back seat. Okay. Semi quit, I should say. And then um I just semi quit. I wanna go into that. I don't and Tuesday that. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna So write how how did you get to that point where you semi quit? Cause cause there was just so much other stuff to do. And then also you kind of sounds horrible but you know when stereotypes are kind of true and you actually go meet a bunch of poets and okay. they're, they're all either uh rich liberal arts kids yep. or people who have no sense of like reality sleeping Did in somebody's go to a poet, uh, poets club or something yeah well there's a night called um word soul that i enjoy oh sick. But, um that and i've gone to a few but some i'll be real some poets yeah are like like I, I say, like I'll, I'll break it down into four main archetypes in it, right? Um, this these are my favorite poets. They're, these are poets who just go there to express themselves. Yeah, poets who go there to to let you feel their vibe. It becomes their room. Yeah, and they're they're the the poets who literally j- w- would um do it if there was one person in the room. They just want a mic. Yeah. Love those kind of poets, in it. I'm just breaking down the four main archetypes in it, right? And I don't fit any of them in it. I'm I'm like the anomaly in in majority of stuff, right? 
Because even um, there was a guy called Silent River in it. That was his name. And he's like, when you jumped on the stage, I felt like you was more like a rapper, even the rhythm you had. And it was rhythmic. It had more of a Wu-Tang kind of musical. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll perform a poem quite after this. I've got a few that I've written in it. So n- number two is um, um, I'm a poet for attention. Like, you know how people are musicians for attention? Oh, look, I can do something creative, but you're not artistic. So you're creative, so you can create something, but you're not artistic. You're not given that um, blessing of transmuting trauma into to light, right? Boom. You get the, the third ones who are um, woke, pie in the sky kind, kind of people. And it's like, well, you're, you're so talking about manifesting, but you can't manifest yourself out of someone's couch right that that's how i feel personally in it and there's no no disrespect and then you get like the the fourth kind of people where it it becomes more of a like how can i put it poetry becomes part of their identity right these people like found poetry but they found poetry because they didn't have something to identify with themselves. Like you get a lot, and this is not, I don't really mind these people. You get a lot of people who used to be on the road life and then poetry took them off the road life or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that is their new identity, almost kind of like a, a, a lifetime, lifestyle addiction replacement. So, oh, I was addicted to this lifestyle. I switched into being a poet, right? And then you, you got like people who are, generally like anomalies just like me who are just like artistic and you want to change things and want to do things different and want to do podcasts and want to do this and and life is i feel like that 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 other space in all music form is where philosophers are because when you look at like kendrick he's not your rapper he's a philosopher but that's so away and more than music and then wherever you look at art forms whether it be painting drawing sculpting writing Whenever somebody's anomaly, it's normally because it's 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 more holistic. It's more about a philosophy. So you'd say your style is like a mix of all of everything. I know. I'm saying that's my my my, my f- philosophy is about how all is one and one is all. Mm. Everything is okay. interconnected. Mm. So the reason why I do this, I do other stuff. Like I make my own beauty products. I do all these other things. Is because that is they're all encompassing. When you look at some of like the great warriors. Right, and it's a warrior spirit, right? Like, um, what's his name? Musashi, I'm ruining it, but basically, old samurai, I forgot his name. Yeah, Musashi Momoto, I believe so, right? He didn't, he won like over 60 jewels, right? Okay. And I never lost any, but he, he wouldn't do that. He would write philosophy, he would paint, he was good at calligraphy, right? He was, he was a, a scholar. So all that philosophy ended up going into one thing and there's a, the old saying is um jackal all, all trades master, master of none, none. <laughs> but the actual full definition is jack of all trades master of none is still better than a master of one so being multifaceted can override you the easiest way to explain this is if you're on a football pitch and all you are is fast well if I, i'm not as fast as you but i'm fast i can dribble i have good football I iq I'm, like, I'm i'm going to be better than you on yeah the pitch. I've, I've, I've always kind of Try to understand people. Well, it's always going to be hard, right? My brain process to everything, right? So when you know when people say you do too much or you do this, you do that, 
life is full of things that we like, right? We like mm. music, we like food, we like different, even women, bro. You know, yeah, they say you got a type, but every man says, well, I just love different things in different types of women. So mm. the point and I'm you, making is that- And even your type, is, there's a array to your type. Yeah, there's, there's, there's this mixture, even a personality. A personality is a mixture of mm. things, you know, someone that's funny, hardworking, X, Y, and Z. So that is how life is. And even when I'm working with the youth and the same, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that. I think it's okay to just do different things and see if it works. Do you know what I mean? And just try to figure it out. Now you got to this point where you're like, okay, cool. I need to readjust what I'm doing. And I think, is that what you're trying to say? You try to figure where do you fit in? Or do you mm. say, do you carry on being you and being unique? Or I, I, I think I know what I, I'm meant to do. My, my, my thing is more, um, I coach. Um, I'm coaching two guys right now. I know. One's a little bit older than me and we're co-coaching each other. So he's holding me accountable. I'm open. And I've got a guy who's a year younger than me and he's doing so well. He's also um, my my business partner um, if, with my beauty products called Ether and Me. So if you do Ether, which is E-T-H-E-R and then eight and then M-E into Instagram and then hit me up. Maybe you could get a sample in it. Um, but really and truly, um, I think when you are able to be well versed at everything that is a sign of someone who's meant to be a coach because as a coach you are not just a coach you are a trainer you are an instructor you are a psychologist yeah you you are a friend do you know what i'm saying you 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 have to have so many so much interdisciplinary knowledge right to be a coach and I think people underestimate that. That's why Mike Tyson saying it's easy to be the greatest fighter. You have to be special to be a great coach because a great coach can take a good fighter and make them a champion, right? Where, uh, like, the easy way to explain it, Maradona, amazing football player, one of the worst coaches because he doesn't understand that the average person can't do what he does. They, he doesn't know how to take someone from step one to 100. He only knows how to take someone from step 50 to 1,000. Um, um, most people when you meet them they're at, at step 10 most so how did you get to that point where you wanted to quit um relationship drama so I'm always put, changing you couldn't somewhere. separate personal to your work because for me anyway mm -hmm. work is therapeutic meaning mm -hmm. that if I'm going through something work is like my escape to kind of not get away from it but not focus on it you know when someone dies and they say oh just keep busy you know so that's my thing of like I use work as a tool to kind of get me not focused on the issue of the problem and um i try not to let my personal situation unless i can fix it immediately mm -hmm. then i try not to let it affect like my work and what i enjoy to do so i, I think it, i it, think also um i had like really dark poems and i was getting a really bad response for them because it wasn't what the the, the poets kind of wanted to hear like for, for me every you i'm able to read the room in it but I'm the type of poet, like I say, I'm the darkest poet in the room. I'm the t I'm the type of person to destroy the atmosphere and create a new one, right? I'm, no matter what, um, the number one reason why people are scared of public speaking is not because they're scared of speaking, they're, they're scared of what other people think. So whether you realise it or not, you see it in music, you see it in art, you see it in everything. Majority of artists don't really do what they want to do. They do what's going to get them accepted by society. Right, so if I have a um, a poem called "Oh Miss R-Rated," talking about um, the the city girl who's acting like a city girl, but breaking down her backstory of how she got raped, 
nobody's gonna like that and i think um what was the last line um who knew um um Wait, I have to, I have to look yep. it up. I have to look mm, it up. That's but, cool. But, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you a piece of it after. But I'll let yeah, you yeah, know. no, well, I definitely want to hear something. But I think creatives are naturally sensitive because they, they make things to mm. show people, right? You don't make music so no one can hear it. I don't mm. record a podcast so no one can listen to it. I spend my whole efforts literally half getting guests and half like, you know, hear this, listen to this. I want people to hear my creation and get the feedback. Of course, that's why we kind of subconsciously do things. We want people to say good things, right? So I think that being a creative, and it's it's a, it's a fine line, I think, um, because we're making it for an audience. So yes, you can say, I want to make what I want, and do what I want, and if if you haven't got anybody there that's going to show up or talk about it or pay you or whatever it is, then there is no audience. It's just like that basic business principle, right? If you haven't got a market for a product, you haven't got a, you haven't got a business because mm. no one's going to buy it. So it's a hard thing being a creative because you want to be accepted. And I think nowadays... Cause I'm a com- I love comedy in it, so I like going back into like even Richard Pryor days and you know Chris Tucker and even Damon Wayans, the whole Wayans family, like naturally funny, you know Jim Carrey, all these guys before they got into acting, they were like doing stand up, and it was like their way of like therapeutically talking about either situations they dealt with themselves or people they knew, and they were using comedy as like a a medicine, you know what I mean, for for themselves and for the audience, so. Back then, you could say stuff. There was a thing I was watching the other day, bro, about Damon Wayans was was uh, used to have a show in Living Color. Did you watch it? Yeah, I heard of In Living Color. Yeah, it's old in the nineties. There was a sketch in it where they made fun of like films that are out, kind of like scary movie. Yeah, That's yeah. where they got it from. But it was an old version, like the nineties version. So because I remember Living Single and all them kind of things back in the day as well. Yeah, yeah. So him and his brother used to do a regular sketch on gay people, bro. Mm-hmm. And back then, no one had a backlash about nothing. No one saying nothing. But now, I think we're too sensitive where they want to counsel you, shut you down. You say one opinion. We're in a day and age where like, you can't even have your opinion now. Because you're just going to get shut down and like locked off and shadow banned for like just saying, you're, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But now, because mm. of the internet, and you know you don't really control nah, the content. I disagree. People are taking down videos. I've seen it. I, 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 I'm and people dis- are taking down videos I'm disagree because with one thing. people don't like what people are saying, which is crazy because everyone's got an opinion. I don't think everybody is entitled to opinion. You don't and, think? And I'll express why. Okay, let me hear this. Yeah. Let me hear this. I don't believe everybody's entitled to opinion because some people's thoughts ain't shit. It's just that simple, right? Who are you to judge that, bro? Yeah. But, all right. Everyone all right. can say different yeah, things. No, but can a, can a tall, tall person judge a short person for being short? <laughs> Thank you. That's my point. <laughs> that like my, my thing is we've gone so across of who can judge. Right. The w- whole word prejudice just means to prejudge someone. Yeah, that is yeah. human nature. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Even yeah. bloody animals prejudge. Oh, am I gonna per- approach this person or not? So my, my whole kind of thing is right, we really have to understand that. Whether somebody is verbalizing it or not, people prejudge. And the reason the the whole point of status, right? Because I just think the whole point of status is that because of the internet, we've allowed fame. It used to be used to be good at something and become famous. And now you get famous and your life becomes good. Right? So because we're all chasing fame, right? And when nobody's chasing excellence, it's like everybody thinks they can have an opinion. Right? Where that's not how it was back in the day. You have to earn your opinion in a certain aspect. Right? Mm-hmm. And the worst thing is you're allowed to have opinion, but back in the day, if you did not kind of 
like notify yourself in a certain way nobody wants to listen to your opinion and you know the one place that's still like that is the bloody road nobody wants to listen to the guy talking about oh yeah let's go hit a lick and you bruv you 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 wet your pants when it comes to beef like nobody's listening to that guy. Yeah. so i think <laughs> yeah, yeah, what yeah. the internet's got got us feeling is we've bought everybody knows that everybody has a social mass and back in the day people knew it they played along with it they understood it was kind of like theater when you go outside like, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. how you are at road is not how you're at home we all kind of know that yeah. now people think theater is reality because they've been playing in the theater for too long, too long. right yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's why i say not everyone deserves their opinion because if everybody because guess what fact don't care about opinion mm. no right? facts is facts yeah? yeah so so and this is why i say somebody's opinion can be wrong right it's true because people have like broad general statements even going back to the kanye thing where he said like you know jewish media and the whole thing and then they shut him down and all these things you think as a, as a millionaire even him having a voice and him having a thing he's saying look i watched an interview after that he was saying look that's just my experience and i was just venting in terms of what i went through yeah, but with you, jewish people and then but, other people will say well that's just one person bruv so how are you putting everyone I, that well, well it's not it's not really like that i'm not even going to break down too much because i don't want to get wiley <laughs> i don't want to get kanye west innit? right the, the the people you can't ridicule are the people who have power over you it's like your parents you you know your parents are doing some bs but if you're in their house you can't ridicule them and that's the reality of life right yeah. no let me break it down most people don't understand there's a difference between reality and actuality right reality is 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 perception how you perceive things actuality is perspective right it's how it's like uh it's like let me put it this way most people live in perception right which means they see themselves as the chess piece on the board right yeah rather than this person understanding perspective is like you understanding that you are the chess player and you the pieces you move the pieces on the board right and you might at some point in your life you might be a pawn sometimes you might be a rook sometimes you might be a, a knight sometimes you might be the king sometimes yeah. you might have the queen and when you have that perspective that that's why a lot of people um get into relationships and they mess up their their whole life over a queen because they look at themselves as a pawn not knowing not knowing they're right close to the end mm. they can transform their life mm. but th th this is the closest they've ever been to on the board Mm. to a queen so so they're giddy of it and you see a lot of people do that same same thing and we, most people do not see see most people see their life through f first person let alone zoom out in in let alone look at life in second person let alone zoom out and look at everything in third person right because yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day there's his story there's her story and there's the story That's right and and when when it comes to her she only cares about her story she doesn't care about history he only cares about his story he doesn't care about her story yeah, but yeah, what yeah, is yeah. the story i think that's the biggest issue with people people care more about how they feel but listen i can feel like i want to punch someone in the face that doesn't mean i'm not allowed to feel that way but does that mean i should take action over it no and then if i punch someone in the face can i say well i was feeling that way who are you telling me not to feel like that Mm. no that's not how how life works and and the worst thing is we got into a place in society where we have to have such stupid conversations bruv mm. we have to have conversations mm. like water is wet and fire burns you like come on we shouldn't be having these conversations, Are we having these right conversations? Now. I'm, I'm saying oh. in, in 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 social media it's like it's like let me put it this way don't piss in my mouth and tell me it's kool-aid innit like i've had enough of this stuff well there's yeah. an old line when they um i don't want to swear but your shit 
smells like Chanel. Like people going on like it smells like Chanel. Like like yeah. I know you like to thank y'all. Ish don't stand. Yeah, there we but go. Lean a little bit closer cause roses really smell like but, uh, uh, right, yeah, that, yeah. that's why I love that song. Because it's such a good perspective of what it's like to deal with some pretty girls sometimes. Yeah, now you can get to that point where you just yeah. say, say and, you, and to be honest, there's some man like that. Because there's some women right now who were ran through by 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 a handsome man and they've got their ugly husband and people are saying, yo, what's going on? And she's living her best life. I'm telling you. Yeah, because this is what we have to realise in life, right? Looks are a reflection, but a reflection is not a true version of what you see. Okay. I like you get that. me? So if you look into a mirror, the mirror could be twisted, right? It might make your, your waistline look slimmer than it is. But when you fall in love with the reflection, you are falling in, in, in love with a twisted aspect of yourself. Because like, even if it's a true reflection, right? You know, most people, they see a true reflection of themselves and they start crying, which true reflection <laughs> is when you put like three mirrors together and you see yourself evenly. So you see, okay. so like if you move your right hand, the, the right one moves in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, rather than the left yeah, one yeah, yeah. but most people see uh, uh, opposite uh, and this is where we get the term opposites attract so that's why you can see a really good person with a really selfless person with a really selfish person because you're actually in love with the reflection you're in love with the 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 180 slice of yourself mm. of who you are and then when you actually in love with yourself you'll see two people where it's just like you know what they both carry the same energy. Like mm. it's almost like they're um, husband and wife, but they got energy like almost if they're brother and sister. You know what I mean? Because because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. akin with each other. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that's another thing that we we don't understand um, in society. But getting into to the music topic, and I think this is good to say. Yeah, yeah. pioneers of music in it. Because well, and I've got a quick question for you. Who do you think is the best music family? The Jacksons. I'm going to say it's the Jacksons, but not for the reason you think it is. Okay, go on. Because most people don't know this. Stevie Wonder is actually the Jacksons' first cousin. Nah. From serious? his mom's side, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So okay. so when I look at Casey and Jojo and Fantasia, and then I look at um, mm. Snoop Dogg, um, which connects to Bawa, which also connects to Brandy. And, um, oh, yeah. What are Ray their cousins, Jay. isn't it? Yeah, they're first cousins, yeah. Mm. I say, yo, listen. Like Warren it. G. Um, no, weren't now. He's not related to. He's stepbrother mm -hmm. of, of Dr. Dre. Their parents still, were married. It's, it's, still, it's, still, it's still a relation in a sense. Um, you look at. Um, is it um, Sir and who's the other rapper? I forgot his name. He was on the rapper show. I've, I forgot his name. Sounds like Kendrick. But um, yeah, he's from Inglewood. Uh, if anyone knows him now. You'll, you'll probably jog your memory later. You'll yeah. probably be able to remember. But, I honestly think because you know um, my one of my favorite Stevie Wonder songs, "All I Do," yeah. All I do is think about you. There's Michael Jackson on the backgrounds, you know. What? Yeah. Serious? Wow. Yeah, and um, a lot of the time Michael Jackson was taking Stevie's backgrounds, and now I look at it, I'm like, bro, like, how are you getting each other's backgrounds like that? But then I just realized it's like, yo, cuz come into the studio. Yeah, and they were both on Motown. Okay. So yeah, 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 Motown was a big label. It was massive, man. Like I had a lot of the icons that we that we that we mentioned that we speak about. But I think that you know pioneers is a big thing, and I think that when music started, 
it was like the black artists that really came through that really for me, I would name a few. Ray Ray was like Ray Charles changed a lot. I she had to, I had to watch. I had to watch the film to really when understand, I'm a nerd. like how big my guy was blind playing piano, right? And how yeah, yeah, his film I, was I, hard. His, I'm not gonna say his film was hard, but Jamie Foxx's acting was harder. Yeah, you know, because even even sick. even sick. even his children said sometimes I'd think that's my dad. <laughs> like, could you imagine you're fooling my man's own children? Yeah, because when you're acting, I remember when um they done a behind the scenes of Will Smith when he done Ali, he had to literally watch loads of videos, act like him, move like him, like every day, like being character and be like literally you know, yeah the same thing. So yeah, I think that Stevie Wonder even even to this day, there's a lot of artists that listen to him. There's a lot of artists that inspired I, by him. I, I, I'm gonna say this: the biggest artist of the millennium was Alicia Keys, and there will be no Alicia Keys without Stevie. In Wonder. terms of just musically, she's a female Alicia Keys. So she's a female Stevie Wonder. Mm. When you really look at it, even I keep on falling in mm. and out, out of love. With like, like, doesn't that give you Stevie Wonder vibes? Yeah, no, I trust, superstition trust. ain't no. Because she lets the music break down like her whole structure and cadence i never forget when she came out because it was for me the first time i saw two things i mean a singer playing an instrument right oh really and, and yeah like playing an instrument like in that era as well remember it's r&b hip-hop people aren't playing instruments like that like it's not like you know yeah different it was different r&b art no way and she had braids bruv you don't really see black women wearing braids like that the bees is the rock at school. All the black girls just say, I'm Alicia Keys. Like, you get me? Rock the the seashells, you know? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that there's a few. I'll just name them now, man. Jimi Hendrix, for sure. Oh, my God. Come on. Tell him again, bruv. Jimi, man. Like, and I, 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 He's an unmatched guitarist, You man. know, he lived in London as well, man. Man, has a good career, man. Man, like, she, you know, I wouldn't put Prince in there because Prince didn't really have a genre he experimented mm, mm, he mm, mm. was one of the first artists to go against the record labels forget oh, all these oh, guys oh, so, now oh, so, uh, did you say you're not or you're going to sorry. what's that did you say you're not going to put prince there or i am oh, oh, what, what do you mean not no 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 of course so well we'll free you no nah, i was i was i'm just saying that there's no artist that can play 27 instruments this is wikipedia but it could um, be not be true actually there's one yeah and it's favor Faye, Faye, believe it or not what you can play bad instruments? Oh, I life. didn't know that. Yeah, okay, yeah. never seen him play, oh, yeah, but okay. no, for real, for real, for real. Sick. It's weird. It's it's weird. But do you know why I say that? Everyone's shouting the weekend. Weekend is um, Prince's bloodline. Yeah, let me let me. The weekend is hundred percent Prince. Your research, but yeah, and he's that. got some MJ, but I can see Prince all the way. And who, do you know who I think? Um, um, the weekend is the weekend is like like let's say you have Maxwell, right? Maxwell yeah, yeah, Maxwell yeah, went to, to 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 the Jedi side. Yeah. Weekend went to the Sith. That's yeah, how that's yeah, how I look yeah, at yeah. the the weekend. Weekend I, you know what I wanna Even say. Even the whole yeah. busky up thing. I wanna that, say, yeah, even though we're not talking about it now. Mm -hmm. Weekend he's not even underrated. Weekend he's the only artist that worked with Drake that surpassed Drake without his help. Like that was no, no, I knew Weekend from Drake in it. So I didn't know him until I heard Crew Love in it. That was on Drake's album. And then it's always girls, isn't it? I was listening to, I was seeing this girl and she was listening to the, um, done the trilogy mixtape thing where you done three yeah, mixtapes yeah, yeah, yeah. with the balloon on. I was like, right, do you know what? I just like the fact that he was just different and he wasn't scared to hitting them high notes and he can actually sing. Take away the effects and everything. Nah, we can, can sing, bruv. And he can produce. Okay, and see, I, I, li I like his, to be honest, um, I only got, um, 
into to I'm still not into the weekend because his voice is too high for me. And he transcended. But, I forgot but, about the R and B. Went yeah. into the pop lane. Come on, man. Yeah. We're going on, I only on really that. started listening to something when um I bought Dawn FM. Uh, okay. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the vinyl for my ex, and then I was like, you know, what? this music is fire. Mm. And she didn't like the the song with Lil Wayne on it. I was like, that was Lil Wayne's <laughs> one of Lil Wayne's best verses. You're tripping. Um, well, when I look at the the weekend, right? Just overall quality music, and the reason why the, he he's the only one who surpassed Drake in that sense is because he didn't sign him. Yeah, he's smart because everyone who signs to Drake. You like, know, when he first came out, I thought he, I thought he did sign to him when he first came out. But you got to understand. I, I, I don't, I'm not gonna lie. Crew Love used to annoy me because did it because it. Dun, 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 oh, it was like for love with my keyboard. Yeah, yeah, we heard it. Yeah, yeah, Why you following me for? Like, do you know how mm. that used to, to, to irritate me? Yeah, because well, not that I was successful, but when you're trying to be on the pool and the the, the vibe is in a high vibe and. Mm. And, and and women are dancing and this and other, mm. and you pull that song, and then man them are hugging, and women are in their emotions. You just like, bruv, you're ruining my pool, bruv. I saw um weekend for the first time at Wireless, Wireless 2012. Mm-hmm. Drake came and Drake performed the album, um, and he performed Cruella, and he's like, ah, oh, this is the new because it. That's another thing as well. I don't want to talk about pioneers, but I think when Drake came out. Around the same time as even Justin Bieber, there was a lot of Canadian artists that came out and became successful. And Drake opened the door for that man. You definitely, I think you have to give him credit for that one, because we weren't really looking at no Canadian artist on that level 100%. before Drake came. Who I think Tory Lanez from Drake from Canada, Tory Lanez, yeah, Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez, Justin Bieber, um, obviously Drake, um, Weekend. Who was who was from Canada like, like doing well? Um, Cardinal official, but that was that was way before. before. Um, who else is from Canada? Yeah, so I would definitely say we ain't forget about James Brown, bruv, because oh, none of these bro. guys will be around without James Brown dancing. Get up, up, the Even his film again, his autobiography was sick. Uh, that was um, <laughs> Chad Boswick, in it. Yeah, Chad yeah. Boswick. Yeah. yeah. And, so again, uh, because we were like. You know, we were like, we didn't see their career in it. Even Michael, even Jackson, I didn't see their Jacksons. That was more my mum's generation. I was more of that um, evolution of Michael Jackson. So yeah, we got Ma- 90s Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. We got like after, after Thriller. <laughs> yeah, we got the white Michael Jackson, literally. So I was going to some of his albums the other day. Dangerous, that was my album. And then there's another one as well. You've done two in the 90s. Yeah, one in 91 and then the other one, I think, 96, I think. So yeah, Michael Jackson's it like it went through a lot. Oh, of in history, history, history. Sorry, yes, it. All I wanna say is they don't want to care about. And the good thing about music then is that it lasts longer. Like you release a record, yeah, in two thousand ninety six, bro. It would last to like ninety seven, or you know what I mean. It would last yeah, yeah, longer that, now. That, that, that's people like, release an album and they forget about it in like two weeks, bro. Yeah, but it's like that's like oversaturation, isn't it? If everywhere sells steak, steak no, no longer becomes luxury. Did you know that? Um, Lobsters used to be food for prisoners. Oh, wow, no. Yeah, because you know what lobsters are? They're the cockroaches of the sea, right? Yeah. So they used to be so plentiful, they used to feed them to prisoners. Oh, wow. And then they overfed the prisoners and they mm-hmm. became a small pop- populism because they became scarce. That's why it became like a luxury thing. Now it's luxury to eat lobster. Last time I lost my nephew's uh, birthday, it was nice. Yeah, but do, do you see what stuff. I mean? And I mm. think that's the same thing that's happened with music. It's just oversaturated. And also, when you lower the difficulty level in something, right? Yeah? Like, 
Like, imagine if they just started saying, oh, short players can use trampolines in the NBA. And they start putting trampolines. That's crazy. In places. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, if you're if you're if you're if you're um un un um if you're under five eleven, you can use the trampoline. Mm. But if you're not, you can't. Like do 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 you get what I'm saying? And yeah. and that's what we've kind of done with technology. I'm not really against it. But most people, like, it used to be a skill to program a drum pad. Now somebody does it digitally. Like yeah. the yeah. best era like I said, for creating music, I feel like was that early 2000s because you had people who came from like a musical background could mm. play music, yeah, but yeah. they were using like um, analog devices to make digital music, like yeah, MPC yeah. and this. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Jay Diller knew, knew his jazz songs and this and sampling was, I'll I just look at that. And even when we yeah. look at Pioneers, we really forget about Kanye and Lil Wayne. Oh, I don't forget about Ye. I think nah, people look at him Lil now. Wayne. I think Lil Wayne has more influence than um, Kanye, you know, when you look at the music scene. Because even though we don't, I'm not saying I like them, the, <laughs> the, the, the Lil Wayne's children, but they're all Lil Wayne's children now. You don't like Lil Wayne's children? Oh, yeah. the rappers, you mean? Yeah, bruv. Yeah, all Trippy Red, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Lil Uzi Do you know what I said to my friend? Yeah, like, X, when, X, when, Wayne was, when Wayne was coming up, right, hip-hop looked different, right? So he took... The, he said it in an interview. He took the rock culture and put it in hip hop, right? So he would put bare tattoos. That's what rock man done. He had long hair, or black hair, long hair, which was dreads. He got piercings on his face. We ain't seen this in hip hop before, you know. So he was skateboarding and playing guitar and all of these things. And, and he had, and so he, he changed them, them with. I think it was truck fit leggings and stuff. So he changed the cliche of what a rapper looks like, and that's go against that like, hip hop is more than just music it's a culture isn't it so the way you walk talk yeah act. but he made a horrible rock album the only yeah i know it was terrible, i like yeah. to drop it on your hey man yeah so and that could be rebirth even Ka- kanye i think kanye kanye's transition was the best transition in life he he was a producer for Jay-Z when Jay-Z was the biggest artist in the world and he was like just a bit then he became a, like a I'm rapper i say i'm gonna say cap Jay-Z's never been the biggest artist in the world. He's been the l- guy with the most longevity, but he's never been the biggest artist in the world. Okay. Every year there's been a big artist. No, no, you're right. So let me rephrase that then. Jay-Z at the time was one of the big one of the biggest rappers in the early 2000s. The only was- time I think he became one of the biggest artists in the earth when he made um, Watch the Throne with Kanye, that's when. That's when he became. Okay, fair enough. But Kanye went from producing to rapping it wasn't even the best rapper I think he's an average rapper I don't think he's that great uh, Consequence goes, goes for it for him um, writes for him yeah after, yeah 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 um, My Dark Twisted Fantasy and that's why I feel like his albums dropped because Yeezy was the first time he wasn't using Consequence as a ghostwriter oh is it My Dark Twisted Fantasy is in my top 12 albums of all time yeah it's, it's a right banging there. album yeah. it's right there with um, um, Off The Wall Confessions um, mm. ooh, um, Purple Rain um, what's 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 um so, so, songs in the life of Stevie? Yeah, Stevie Wonder, um, yeah, yeah, songs in the key of life. Uh, yeah, oh, bang it. life. Bang oh, album, bro. Like that is such a good album. Like production like, wise, just, writing wise. What's your best record on there? Don't say the single that got released. Cause everyone says no. that. I play the blame game. game I sure. I've got lots <laughs> names. Names for show. Is that the uh, is that the one where the, where I like Kanye is very creative? Is that the song? I don't know if it's that one or another one where he sung in a microphone with guitar effect and it sounded like a guitar and I didn't know it was him. 
No, I'm hearing no, that. No, no, no. No, no. I don't know if that was him. No, 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 no. That's lost in no one. Yeah. Sounds like a guitar. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's lost in my 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 crazy clown effects. Yeah, that's my. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That album yeah. was hard. Like that. Album nah, that's the one like, where we like, who taught you how to get nasty like that? Yeezy taught me like. I love yeah, Chris Rock. <laughs> I do you know what I love? Um, because I used to. Do you know? I'm gonna say this. I was late onto Kanye, because I was used to DMX, Ja Rule. Yeah, that's who I was listening to. So when he came out with, um, 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 crackhead, um, buys crack, crack dealer buys Jordan, and a white man gets paid oh, off or yeah, all of that. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's cool, but. Talib Kweli is a better rapper than you. Like yeah, yeah. the stuff I grew up on, yeah. Like all, all the all the so- songs I grew up on, like Fab and this that, and other. I was mm, I don't really like him. And then I wasn't super into music until I was sixteen. And then when I went to uni, um, guy I do our other podcast with Dompe, he said, "Yo, you're tripping. You need to go back and listen to it." Mm. So I went back and listened to it, and I listened to it with more of a musical fresh ear and not being stuck in hip hop and R and B. My own, when I listened to um, Air Away and Heartbreak, I was like, nah, this is the best album ever. Oh, that album, like, most yeah. re- revolutionary album ever. And then yeah, yeah. he said, go listen to my Dot Twisted Fantasy, it's better. And I listened to it back to front. And when I mean that song is like musical theater, it's not even like a movie. It's like, I, oh my gosh, I thought I get so anesthesia when I listen to it. I see colors, I see, like, I literally see that on the stage and um, I can't wait. There's a group called Reimagine and they basically take albums and make it into orchestras and okay. reimagine them. Sweet. Sweet. And they're doing it for, um, what's, what's the names? Um, Lauren Hill's album. Um, recently, I'm going to actually get tickets for that. That's, that's why. Listen, my God. I'm, next time they do Dark Twisted Fantasy, shit or shine or love, sorry, um, Sven, I'm gonna go see that because mm. let me let me tell you that album, like, is how I feel as an artist. Like everything, no man man should have all that power. Mm. Oh, hey hey, like all them sound effects. Yeah, could you imagine a production like Lion King and you hearing it, mm. and like like a whole choir in yeah. an auditorium and like mm. or in an opera hall and that just resonating through the energy like a coliseum yeah honestly yeah, that sick. honestly that whole album i feel like he could just say you know what, i'm doing a tour and i'm just doing all the songs back so to who's like taking it back now home like who are pioneers i would definitely say on a musical level that mm. was so solid like yeah Ooh, 21 seconds zip 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 the first um, man, like, yeah. Oh, the first, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Because Garage wasn't really, you got to understand, forget black and white. Garage was just like a rave. That was like my older cousin's generation. That was like radio and rave. That wasn't really on the TV, video, music. Garage was That was pirate. Yeah, like, yeah. so Gar- when they got signed and they done a video, Garage and, and put a Garage album, they actually got a documentary. You go watch it, man, on Channel 5. BET documentary about So Solid's first album. And obviously, I've seen loads of So Solid documentaries. But this one is sick. Um... Yeah, so yeah, that's that. That would definitely just say they are. So, who do you think is like in the UK? David Bowie, obviously, but David Bowie is like not. Um, Elton not John, he's not recent. Elton John, yeah, well, yeah, of course. But listen, um, Elton John, um, Beatles, whether you like it or not. Yeah, they um, are pioneers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Oasis, especially for this country, 
yeah, there'll be yeah, no 100%. there'll be no Coldplay without um, no, you're Aaron right, still. Yeah, I'm thinking on the boy band and we we hate to say this, but there'll be no direction if it wasn't for bands like Westlife and Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff they, like they started that. that we like yeah. like the early two thousands, like was just like you could listen to British music, bruv. It wasn't like yeah. dominated by Americans. Listen, like they had listen. loads of bands and Pop Idol you, came out. So when Pop Idol came out, I think it was yeah, it was in England that really showcased a lot of the a lot of the acts came uh, out uh, of there. I'd, see the only thing is there's two artists who I think are really good, but I wouldn't say they're pioneers because yeah. they haven't made a lane for anyone else, which is Adele and Leona Lewis. Because they, they haven't made a lane for anyone else. That's what being a pioneer is. Amy Winehouse. Yeah, certainly Amy Whitehouse. Certainly Amy Whitehouse. Um, um, but she was making quote unquote American music, and and she was English. But you know uh, what is American music? You know? <laughs> we 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 our garage is a version of their garage. Let's be honest. Um, Craig David, we really forget about Craig David. He like when we think of garage, yeah. Yo, you can't say his name. With, you can't say him. Yeah, you can't say say anything without with with without him in it. Especially like Crazy Cousins, all those remakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of yeah, course, man. Course. I just honestly, honestly, Craig David doesn't get enough um, skin in the game. What about some of like the grime artists, ra- rappers? Get a hundred percent. Get in what way? Um, because he just showed you you can do it underground. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot, of, a lot of man did. No, but he's 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 right. he's he's he said, yo, you know, you know, you know, when you play a video game, yeah, and it's like, you know what, you can pick a player and they've got the the worst spell or the worst armor, but you just keep upgrading to yeah. overpowered. Mm-hmm. He, that's what he did. He stayed in his little position, and he stayed in his little land and he fertilized it and he made that grass green where he's standing greener than everyone else he said this is the the shittiest land i'm gonna make it the 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 grandest castle so i have to respect him on somebody that like american actually was asking they're doing this now a lot like american interviewers and podcasters are interviewing uh rappers they've done one central c and some other rappers as well t and wayne and they was like oh what's the what is grime like what's the difference in grime and someone says raw like if you're rapping on a beat, no matter the tempo, it's a version of hip hop. It's like a cousin of hip hop, like grime, because you're rapping, isn't it? That's what the American guy was saying. So, what do you think the difference is between like UK rap, um, grime, like just rap in general? Like, you just know it's the energy thing, because you see like grime, grime drill is drill rap. Drill's rap drill, music. Drill, is, drill, like drill, a drill is a f- form of rap. Yeah. That's very different. Yeah, but you can't compare. Let me put it this way: you can get grime, grime own You can you can put a grime person. Yeah, on a garage beat, you can put a grime person because grime has a certain BPM and a level of aggression. It's the same kind of two-step kind of like... No, but it's not really because it's like, you've got to go mad on grime. Because the band that went into garage was doing drum and bass. Drum bass bass is mad fast, bruv. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I I would say, in a sense, it grime, not not saying it's it's better, but it's a higher octave of hip-hop because... You can do grime. You can go down to those lower octaves. You do hip hop and you try to do grime. It's not gonna happen, mate. Mm, mm. Right? I could see someone like a Nas being able to do grime, but that's just because Nas is just gifted as a MC. You yeah. get me? But I couldn't see any m- much like you have to be like a Nas level to just jump on and do anything. Jay Z jumped on um Pow. That was time ago. But yeah, Jay Z when it came out, he done a version of Pow and he's rapping pretty fast. Um, 
it's a mad skill set. It's, do you know what that's like saying? Oh, well, because uh, American football um, derived from rugby is the same as rugby. No, it's not. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, bro. It's completely different. Come on, bro. Yeah, but when when something comes with his own culture and even the way we like, I think rap took like I think I talked about this before ten years to even have an identity until Gibbs came out. People rapping in American accents, bro. I mean, so people yeah. wasn't really ex- also like, you got to rap. Ra- ra- um, Crepton Conan, yeah, one hundred percent. They're yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. pioneers. I don't care what anyone says. Um, and in what to- sense, like their metaphors and punchlines? Because I know that bro, there was an era where listen, man was using punchlines, and I'll you like her. I'll do you like her, and it was just like the, that. The, that became you know, the fit, you the know trend. The number one thing that they used to say before Crepton Conan about UK rap that there wasn't enough ly- lyricism, and then man them came out and shut down that argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. remember when they got um, their version of Otis removed from YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That's when I heard about them yeah, because yeah. they. But I heard about them way before that. Oh, before right? Otis? Yeah, but I, I heard about when they were doing freestyles free and man was like, push through no trolley in Asda. I'll never forget that line, yeah? And that's what Conan said. Yeah, they were like, good with the metaphors of punchline. Well, I remember when I heard the 09 um, SBTV and it was like, um, it was just greasy bars, in it? So I'm not going to repeat what they said, but they always use a lot of metaphors, bruv. Like, I do it like her, I do it like her. And it just sounded good. But then it's like you're just overly using the metaphors, brother, and the punchlines, and it's like... But to, to be honest, that man would freestyle this stuff. So, so for me, yeah, it's like, you know, but they they basically Eminem the game, and I'll explain it this way, right? <laughs> White boys were, were never really respected in rap, right? Lyrically until Eminem came in. Nobody said they were nice. 100%, no, you're right. Then my man came in, it was nice. It's like they John beat UK rap. Like nobody was saying, oh, yeah. you know what? In R and B, maybe in soul and other stuff, there were people who could sing, right? Don't get me wrong, but it was like, oh, blue eyes souls. When John B came out, I was like, rah, he sings like a brother. All right, cool, say no more. There would be no John B. Um, yeah, if there was yeah. no John B, there'd be no Robin Thicke because it was yeah. Babyface who purposely then went out to make a label to find people who sing R and B but don't meet the image. And the first person he signed was Robin Thicke. So okay. There'd literally be no mm. Robin Thicke without John B. So. My my thing is they really put it on the map. So that's when they had their their, their little. I didn't watch it. Their little show called Rap Game because yeah, when when, yeah, whenever yeah. you do stuff like that, for me it's just a bit gimmicky because I just want my person from the streets hanging like that. What I do you mean, mean, like rappers? Yeah, I don't want to see all this stuff. <laughs> I don't want to see you. You. No, I, don't, like, I don't. I don't. I don't want this whole um, X Factor. I always said rap. though, growing up watching X Factor and Pop Idol and all that shit, mm-hmm. I was like, I really want a rap version of this. Because growing up as a black male, everybody raps, bruv. Like, you got into rap because, like... So, I just wanted to see a virtue culturally. But... Because, you know, think about it, bruv. Like, all the people that go into American Idol, bruv, they can't even sing, man. So, you know, half it is just for views, people to laugh at. There's only a few people that actually want to take music seriously, that audition, and get through to X Factor, bruv. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Did you ever watch it? What, X Factor? Mm. It's been on for years, so you must have watched one. Yeah, of course I watched it. But then, to be honest, after a while... I just saw talent like like um there's only a few talented people I can name off those shows. And most of the people that win are never the ones that get the deal. So if you look yeah, at someone yeah, like J J JLS didn't win, Amar didn't win, I don't think. One direction didn't win either. Um Leonardo Lewis didn't win. No, she did win. Oh yeah, so she did. She the first yeah. black one to win. And then uh, uh, Alexandra Burke. She won. No, none of them had like careers she though. She won, but Leona Lewis did really well. 
like really well. Her first album, yeah, that's it. And she had a career that was like years and years. A good second album, but was it just not as good as the first album? Like I remember the songs like "Forgive Me" and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I just think um, she just had no personality. She was just pretty. That was and, it, literally. And, and, <laughs> and she could sing. And what? And when they trying to make her do all this, bleeding a lot. That was my song, yeah. bro. Back then, when, when um they tried to make her do all this um gimmicky kind of stuff, like forgive me, it's just like nah, nah, nah. And it's just like, but J Less, nobody was ready, you know, because we grew up on S Club Seven and Blue with the one black guy, right? So when you have like a all black boy band singing pop, like pff, is that even marketable, bro? And mm. you got a couple of mixed race brothers, so it wouldn't even work. So nah, like, it was, it was, su- it was su- it was super markable. Because their songs were good. It was all the country girls who wanted to piss off their dad. Like, trust <laughs> me, trust me, yes, sure. trust me. That that that's exactly who you sell to. Like all the rebellious teenage girls. Yeah, white yeah. women. Oh lord, <laughs> oh lord. Trust me. Um, and who's Marvin with the the girl from the Saturdays who was in um S Club A? Yeah. So S Club Seven Juniors. Yeah. 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 She's she's fine. No, she's fine. Oh, she's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nah. But when I think, of, who else do I think of when I think of pioneers? Um, and dubs, no. Yeah, yeah. They weren't. I think they were pioneers as a people making music. Nah. I feel like back then people were just making tunes. They were making actual Dubai, music. You know, that like, that's true. There's that's no true. Ever, there's no other group that's gonna make music that's lasted this long, bro. Yeah, like, that's true. That's true. Nah, but don't. don't my whole point of pioneers is someone has to go through your path. It's true. And that's the only thing that kind of stops me, you know, but was it when, um, Northwest finest end dubs, ha 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 ha, all mm. those tunes, yeah? Mm. I will defeat you. You don't want to mess with me. If it comes on top. They're making music, man. Yeah, no. That's a difference. And you know who, who I really rate is Daffy's hook writing. You knew end up tune as soon as, and, and that's crazy as it sounded. Cause back in the day we were like, who's this guy? Writing all these hooks, hooks, and who's going ha 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 ha? But it's like it's making sense because no. because that's what made them stand out. They had a sound, mm. and he could, and he, you know, he had a unique singing style. You could even say, but have you heard him sing live? He's actually he actually got a good voice, not just yeah. like trying that, to hit, I hit love that song, that's... Papa. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a big them, song. Them, like, I think they've they're like got the UK classics, and it's so crazy because. There'll be somebody in Essex who loves the N dubs, right? More than somebody in Northwest. Do you do you think Wiley's a pioneer? Dizzy Rascal? Crazy Titch? Uh Dizzy, definitely. Uh Wiley not really. I think Willie, do, I think do you know what? Wiley you know, Wiley and Dizzy, do you know why I say they are? Because they were the first that I saw that made the transition from Grime and started to go on pop songs. Yeah, but... And then obviously but Tiny Temper had the biggest one, which was Pass Out, but them man were doing pop but songs I think, before I, I that think, and cross genre in. I think... Because... Dizzy, Dizzy did it successfully. Yeah, that's Wiley, true. Wiley didn't. Because no, that whole roll deep thing and this, that and the other. Trying to think and what then song... Skepta tried to do it a little bit and then... He yeah, he done... Um, what was that song you done with done? The Indian Girl from EastEnders. I'll never forget. That was a pop song, but then he had like some sort of like dance thing. I don't think it was a big song. It didn't work. He didn't yeah. on one song. So, but he can like it showed that you can actually do it. When when um Dizzy done bonkers, I was like, what the f- what's going on here? Then I watched the interview and he was like, seeing if he can do it, innit? it. And um, what else? Did dance with me, big song. He done that. With, with me, yeah, that was a big song. Nah, but I see, I did Dizzy. 
But we're forgetting um, D-double-E, bro. He's definitely a pioneer. Yeah, well, definitely. He's a, he's a legend in his own right, bro. Literally. He's definitely a pioneer. Ooh, uh, ooh. The first... <laughs> Everybody's favorite Grime MC, bro. The way I feel about Wiley is how I feel about Chip. Really and truly, you you went to sell out and they didn't want to buy in, so you ran back. That, yeah, that that's my biggest issue. So what if you, I what if I think about um Chip? I watched this every day. Chip going to Ti and and changing his name and all of that. Yeah, nah. I just I just thought I just thought uh, you're you're going you're you're going where you're accepted, not where you're respected, and and I can't I can't. Religious, like it's not nothing, nothing against them personally, but when I look at it, like not so much. Um, I think there are a lot of UK pioneers, definitely, definitely. I think that we're still, uh, we're still in different stage. Someone said that grime is 23 years old, UK hip hop is probably less than that. So, you know, we still got a long way to go, man. Hip hop in America is like fifty years old or sixty something like that. So yeah, we still got a long, they're, they're, long time to go. Their drill is probably older than our um, rap. Again, their drill is probably older than our rap. Yeah, exactly. Or just drills. Yeah, exactly. But one thing I would say about the UK is they helped because I just went Afro Nation in June. Hold tight to my, my my guy that I went with. Um, yeah, and Afro Beats was like UK made Afro Beats big, bro. I don't give a fuck what no one says. Well, like, do, uh, UK. Uh, look at Azonto. Look at um, um, not Azonto. Um, Atena, Antena. A lot of the artists were from London or from the UK, and they were American, and they were making African music. Well, man, weren't even caring. They were like, "Oh, you got to make R and B and hip hop." They they grinded do, way do, before do, it got popular, but then, and, and they made it big Afro swing. Look at yeah. Jay House. Jay House come up with a whole new sound. Yeah, but then don't you think that is because of the increased population of Africans in 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 the UK. There's always been Africans in the UK, but yeah, no, but it's been increasing, and also, no, no offense to, to to Africans in it, because if what's what's a Caribbean person? We're just a stone in African. We're not from some <laughs> yeah, island yeah, in Switzerland yeah. or something. Yeah, how I look at it, and I've spoken to Africans about this. There's a lot of Africans when they were growing up, right? Because not everybody can be ra- wild and reckless like a Jamaican and not care about their lineage, innit? Because mm-hmm. Jamaican is one person who love being Jamaican and hate you telling them they're anything but Jamaican to mm-hmm. a certain standpoint. However, there were a lot of people because they got teased the same way kind of Somalis got teased, which was the irony, right? Mm. And even Caribbean teased, people teased them, which was kind of harsh, right? Because I saw it in school, right? Where they would try to pretend like they're not African, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and then... The irony is it was Caribbean people doing it to African people and then it was African people doing it to Somali and East African mm. people. I was just like, rah. You can see the, the vicious cycle. So it was, went from West Indies to West Africa to East Africa. Um, and I was like, oh, they're Somali. They're not black. And it's like, rah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not going to get into too much into those politics, but when I look at it, it was just the first new generation of like Africans who were actually had some honor in being african mm, and that's mm. why the music came up the way mm. it did and they didn't give a damn and they done it in their language and yeah, yeah. and up. then also that was a generation of cool my mom doesn't have any african friends right oh, okay. not in a way oh she does she she won't talk to an african person she, she's always like oh i want to go to african restaurant this and other just because people didn't mix like that back then when probably me and you we got their african friends so mm. we're that generation where, Rav, don't worry about it. Like, well, you're African, right? I say plantain, you say plantain, you're wrong. Etymolo- et- etymology. 
Etymologically, <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll argue anyone. Etymologically, yeah. you are wrong. You are wrong. Was you gonna sh- Was you gonna share your poem? I want to hear. Ah, uh, let me let me break down something. Don't wanna, don't have a late night tonight, but it's been good to catch up, and I like your insight just on everything, not just music. Everything. It's like a different side to me, and it's good. Um, but yeah, I want to hear more of your poems and, and your social media because uh, I know that on social media you like to post like funny videos and entertainment, but you don't post your actual. Yeah, no, nah, I Creation, have, creations that, mu- feel, that I, much as I would I, like being selfish as a virgin, I would like to see more uh-huh. of your poems posted and more of your stuff out. But maybe you got your own method and strategy. But I'm just saying it from a selfish standpoint. I want to see more from you. Yeah, defo. Um, I've all right, so this one's called the pearl, right? The pearl. It's always the right time. You're just out of sync with the timing. A rusted iron mindset will never see a silver lining. It's always the right time but you have to figure out your place. Haste makes waste, that's why slow is the fastest pace. The world has its own flow. Listen to your intuition, take control. The world is more than you feel, so let your spirit discern what is real. It's always the right time. You're just out of sync with the timing. The world is your oyster when you understand you're the dust, not the pearl. Love that six. Da, 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 da. Ba, 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 ba. There you go, bro. Now, nah, love, love, love. We've got to do this every episode now. I'm going to put you on the spot now. But now nah, it's been good. Thanks for having you here. Yeah, love, love. And everything we talk about is all relevant. And obviously, we're going to be back with another episode. Yeah, always we, 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 can't, we, we can't have th- uh, this long break again. Nah, we'll do it like we do it every four weeks. That's that. Yeah, we're going to stick least, to that. At least. Um, But yeah, I never run down what I've been doing. Obviously, we spoke about the last episode. Uh, go and watch it actually it's called get rich slow with my boy max talked about stocks investing wealth building business just everything in that direction and yeah just focusing on my youth projects in the summer and working on that finding mentors got my documentary coming out can't wait my books really finishing real soon i can't wait why conversations matter and yeah we're here we're just working grinding and i'm working on ourselves. do you want to leave them with anything any quote anything all right uh, and then I'll I'll, 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 I'll leave them with something. Yeah, yeah, please yeah. do. And then um, we'll, we'll exit, right. man. Yeah. So Let's this go. is my own quick. Perception is a subjective truth and an objective lie. Ah, I love it. Love it. Nah, definitely, man. And this is something that I focus on and I want to be able to share it with everybody. And like Jim Rohn, because he has the most simple quotes and they mean so much, right? Um, and that you know, when they say you're the average of five people you talk to the most, that's actually a fact, you know. So, this mm-hmm. one you got to work harder on yourself than you do in your job because people work so hard, like making money and keeping up with society and paying bills. And at the end of the day, you work on your character, work on your health, work on yourself, work on yourself, love, work on all of these things that I feel is more important than yeah, you could be successful and get material things, but in reality, you got to work harder on yourself, being more disciplined, meaning what you say not lying you know we don't understand how lying is so natural you know we need to understand how we could just be honest with people no matter how they feel so yeah this is jerome from desire to inspire podcast and i'm out